MSW Media. I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and at MSW Media. Because you have amazing taste. Perfect taste. Perfect taste. Perfect taste. And we want to thank everyone for supporting us on Patreon. All of our Patreon supporters, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you know what we give you for, as a thank you for that? I think I know. What is, is it? it? Is it three micro idiots a week? It is! Let me tell you, you want to get some good mental health in, go on over to Patreon and support Frangela, okay? Just for a few dollars, you get three micro idiots uh, a week. There's over 500 of them for you to, I mean, you could listen to one every day of every the day. year. And have some for the next year. And have, ready to go. You ready to ready go, to go. Be ready to go. Also, go on over to Cameo and get yourself a, a little Frangela in your pocket. Yes, it's a video. Yes. It's a video that we make for you. You can give it as a gift or you can give it to yourself. Mm. Saying happy birthday or giving you a pep talk or someone else acknowledging somebody's bossness, whatever you want. Whatever you need. And all oh, you know what? Also, October 21st. <gasps> sexy liberal at the Saban Theater here in Los Angeles. Go to sexyliberal.com and get your tickets. That's right. It's our one show this year for 2023 before we kick off for next year, the year after. Mm-hmm. Really going to town. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. And always join us for the third hour every Friday of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Blackest Hour in Radio. That's right. The Black Power Hour with the blackest of black Stephanie Millers, Stephanie Miller. (laughs) I just want to make an announcement. I have COVID for the third time. (laughs) Yeah, Angela's sick. Angela is not feeling well. So we're going to try to... Third time, time, y'all. Third time. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I want to break up with COVID really bad. Like, and like, no, no more of this getting back together. <laughs> you know, oh, we're going to be friends and we end up hooking up. No. You Let know me tell saying? you something. No, I'm going to tell you something. I got new okay? rules. I count them. Let me tell you something. COVID is that booty call. <laughs> it's that, is that booty call. That ratchet it's that, booty call. It's that ratchet booty call that you oh. know you weren't supposed to make, but you have needs. Okay. No, you're like, you knew when you went into the drugstore and you were halfway <laughs> into the building and you had forgotten your mask that you should go back and get a mask. But then you were like, mm, you know, COVID and I, we cool. You're right. Right? We right. cool. I don't have to be, I don't have to go back and get it. And then you know what COVID did? Showed you. You don't make good choices. No. Nope. 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 Don't nope. pick up the phone. Don't call it. <laughs> if you if you wake up underneath COVID, you, you know you you know you, you don't know, be with it. You that's know you're right. Be with it. That's right. You will leave as a philosopher. Okay. Let me tell you something. You and COVID. If you wake up under COVID, y'all going to breakfast in the morning. That's what I'm saying. All right. And don't, all your don't. friends gonna be shaking their head, going, mm. "You said that was the last time you go. You were gonna mess around with COVID. Look at you. Yeah. Look at Addicted. you. Addicted. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Montana banned TikTok, y'all. I don't understand this. I do. How can, but how does it work? <laughs> like, okay, my question is, my question is, if you go one state over, does your TikTok work? 
But I don't know how they, how do they get it not to work in Montana? Like, this is the thing I don't understand. I don't know. About. First of all, there's only like 30 people in Montana. Right. So they could just gather up people's phones and take it off. <laughs> but look, look, I for me, they were able to ban abortion. So TikTok shouldn't be that fucking hard. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. And what I see is, you know, I I have so many different feelings about it because I do believe that mentally we do not understand uh, all of this, all of our access to social media, what it does to us. And I'm talking adults, not even the children. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that we all spend way too much time on social media. Doom scrolling wasn't a thing 20 years ago. No, man. I'm telling you, I miss a busy signal. signal. I miss it. <laughs> okay. I miss it like a pain. But I just don't understand. TikTok has told people, apparently, has said, look, don't worry about this because they're obviously going to go to court um, over it. But I just, the idea that, but what I, this is, Okay, it hits me in this place first. You can't ban guns, but you can ban TikTok. Exactly. Like, I can't, I, that's, this is my problem. It's like, here we are overzealously in, you know, and Johnny on the spot on trying to deal with social media, but not guns. Uh, And and that's what I'm saying. They're Johnny on the spot about dealing with my body. Oh, right. And abortion. But not on keeping you alive. No. No, they can't like it's do that. it's 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 confusing to me. This the besides the, uh, the obvious hypocrisy of talking about personal freedom and then taking it away. Um, but but on top of it, I just don't know how this works because they're trying to say, I guess in this bill, it's very hard to understand. But they're trying to make it TikTok's responsibility. Mm-hmm. When you start, okay, aren't they starting with the premise that TikTok is a problem? Right. And so, so how you gonna put we, the problem in how, charge of itself? Like, exactly. I don't, I, I don't even know how that's supposed to work. Well, also, Angela, you know, the number one killer of young people in America is guns. It's not, not TikTok. TikTok. It's not TikTok. Are you sure it's not TikTok? I can tell you. I just read the stat this morning. It's guns. It's mm. not TikTok. Also, okay. so what you're saying about- is go over the top thing. <laughs> yeah, go after got- the thing that's re- not the things that haven't been shown to necessarily do it. Right, 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 That's right, Interesting, right. interesting idea for this. Also, what about First Amendment rights that in free speech? Are you saying that people don't have the right to have free speech on this platform? I, that's my other issue when I look at it, you know? And this is actually, this is one of the few times when the word words free speech get thrown around that it actually is true at what they're talking yeah. about. Because often I have found the um, conservative minority likes to talk about free speech in terms of I have to listen to what they think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not true. That's not free speech. For the, the free speech refers to the government can't tell you what you can and can't say, what you can and can't read, what you can and can't believe. This is the government doing that? Exactly. So why? Yeah. And again, it is about control. And the fact that, you know, where Republicans and GOP want to control people and then say, you know, I just watched, uh, I read about the 18 year old who shot up uh, had the three guns and was walking yeah. through the neighborhood and all the guns were legal. He's a high school student. 
but we don't want to do anything about him getting access and having access to guns. And they were family members' guns, which means, which means they weren't locked up properly. You know, uh, why? Why don't we have better gun laws? Because of TikTok. You're absolutely right. That's that's where that's how it. You're absolutely right. It makes no goddamn sense. No, that's exactly my problem. I'm like, don't tell me you have the you can do it here. You you have the the ability and the um wherewithal uh, wherewithal in this situation, but not in this one. Yep. I just it's it's just to me it's like it's more of this. Yeah, social media and social media use is a problem like alcohol, like a lot of things. (laughs) So, but it's it who gets to who makes that who deals with that? Yeah. Do you really want it to be your state assembly? I, I no. mean, no, no, I don't. Biden cut his trip to Asia short and is will return to Washington to continue negotiating on lifting the debt ceiling. Okay. Okay. I have a number of feelings. I do too. Number one, mm. every time, every time, particularly Andrew Mitchell, but every time a reporter says the debt ceiling, I need them to say this. These are debts that have already been incurred. Yep. These are things that have are, bills that have already been charged because they they keep letting it sound like it's about it's a budget for the future or it's about Republican, you know, con- financial conservatism, which they only have when it comes to social programs or that when they're not in power. Yeah. All of this. The, the What Trump got the the. Uh, deficit up higher than any other president yeah. like they don't care they don't care about it when they're in power it's all about cut taxes for the rich and when they're out of power it's cut cut earnings and cut growth for everybody else they don't they really then it's time for austerity yeah um and i just have to say this for me it's i'm watching the gop say you know hold the uh the debt ceiling hostage and literally have a gun to America's head and say, give us what we want or the budget or, you know, America gets it. You know what I mean? And and there have been multiple multiple reports about McCarthy and McConnell and that other tool walking out of these meetings with the president giddy. Mm-hmm. Celebrating, making people who are already poor, who already have work requirements, have more work requirements, taking away um, health care from older people and from people who uh, are uh, differently abled. Like it's 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 so disgusting. The the attacks on people and the criminalization of poverty that is also enforced. You know that on welfare, if you if you get any form of welfare, you can't save money. There's a limit on how oh, much money you can save. That I if know. You have, if, yeah. If, if you have SSI, if yeah. you have welfare. So you can't get out of poverty because you can't do the, th- you can't financially, you have to stay broke That's to right. get the assistance to That's not right. die. So they, right. they, they've stacked the cards against you. You're staying broke because yeah. the minute you get over a certain amount of money, which isn't enough to improve your situation, which doesn't pay for your bills, but which simply might allow you to get a foothold. You I had a punished. friend. I had a. I have a friend who was talking to me about this very thing. They are on. They were on SSI, and they were saying that they had to spend. They had to spend through all their money. They could. They could not show that they had any surplus at the end of the month. So you don't get to save. You don't get to save yourself out of poverty or out of your situation. Hmm. It's so messed up. So when I have to watch Kevin McCarthy and them be giddy 
about messing with poor people while not paying their debts. Like yeah. these are debts you approved. Yeah. These are debts that you voted for and incurred. You are the pocketbook of, of the government. You created these debts and now you don't want to pay for them, but you're going to punish people who you say don't pay their debts. Like I don't, it's so, it, it's it, to me, it's the Santos voting on punishing people who've committed unemployment fraud. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same. I'm like, it is so Omarosa, the snake eating its butt. So Omarosa, Rosa bus. Yes. Yep. 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 And you know, George Santos, the Democrats are trying to vote to remove him for expulsion. And Kevin McCarthy is doing everything he can you know. to keep keep his Georgie on board. But Speaker McCarthy said on uh, Tuesday that he wants the House Ethics Committee to move rapidly on its investigation of George Santos after Democrats pushed to force a vote to expel the embattled congressman, which they voted to keep him. Well, and this is the reason why the reason that McCarthy is suddenly talking about this ethics committee and, and moving quickly is because it, the minute it goes to the ethics committee, Republicans don't have to say anything about it. Yeah. They don't have to vote for him or against him. They get it off. They, they get it off the table so they don't have to look like they're supporting a man who is quite clearly guilty of many, 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 many crimes. I mean, many, 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 He's many, not, many look, crimes. We, idiot of the week. We are the perfect people to tell you this man. I'm not, allegedly or not is not alleged is allegedly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, and, you know, the House could consider taking up the vote to refer the ethic, the matter to the Ethics Committee as soon as... And, and, and here's the thing. The Ethics Committee announced in March that it was... A, in March that it was March. officially moving forward with a probe into Santos. Mm -hmm. It's almost a June. Again, Santos hasn't been in office a year and we managed to get that going. Trump? Mm -hmm. Trump. And I'm just saying. Also, the very same things, I find it really interesting that he is being charged with some of the very same things that Trump has issues with. Like, you know, that situation with the veteran and his dog and raising money for people who never get it. Mm-hmm. Fake charities. Fake mm -hmm. charities. Although I do, you have to give Santos style points because there's something especially evil and especially grotesque about raising money for a homeless, sick veteran's dying service dog and not giving it to him. There's mm -hmm. something especially gross about that. It's like he was like, no, 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 I'm not just going to steal money. I'm going to steal money in a way that makes everybody feel dirty and wrong. Like, <laughs> I'm really going to steal money. Yeah. Like, he's, you got to give it up to him because that's a new low. And it's hard when you're hanging out with these pe this crew, it's hard to get a new low. Like, for example, Rudy Giuliani. Mm. This story to me is not getting enough enough eyes on it, enough eyeballs, enough Thank people you. talking about it. Rudy Giuliani reportedly discussed selling presidential pardons for $2 million, which he would then split with Trump, according to a lawsuit filed by, by Giuliani's business development director and public relations consultant from 2019 to 2021. That's two years, y'all. And those are two um, really important years. Two really, really, really important years. Let me ask you something, Francis. We know somebody whose husband went to prison mm -hmm. for trying to sell Obama's Senate seat, vacated Senate seat. Which, by the way, just like just like in this case, 
Juliet, none of these pardons actually got sold. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's the same thing with, uh, what's his name? Um, That was Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Blagoj- they didn't actually sell it either. But yeah, he went to jail. He got a crazy sentence. He's he's out now. But he had to remember it was like I want to say it was like fourteen years or something. It was crazy. Yeah, it was insane. And here's the thing: according to the lawsuit, Giuliani also told Noel Dumphy that he was able to break laws because he had immunity. The lawsuit, however, did not suggest any pardons were sold. Dumphy also alleged in her suit that after Giuliani hired her for one million dollars a year. In January 2019, he sexually assaulted and harassed her, refused to pay her wages, and often made sexist, racist, and anti-Semitic remarks. The suit alleges that Giuliani, quote, often demanded that Dumphy work naked or in short shorts with an American flag on them that he bought for her. Uh, Adding that Giuliani, quote, demanded oral sex while he took phone calls, including with Trump, and told her that he enjoyed it, quote, because it made him feel like Bill Clinton. Bring Bill into your nasty. She's seeking a $10 million in compensation and punitive damages. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. Let me fart. Start by, let me fart. Let me fart. <laughs> you go fart, fart this out. <laughs> because I think that's actually the best, most distinct critique I can give of Giuliani is, yeah. a, is an extended fart. Yes. Um, but the idea that Rudy Giuliani, let me be clear, anybody who gets a job with any of these people, if you for one minute believe you're ever going to get paid, you're you belong in any of the week. Also, there's no these people don't pay people. A million dollars a year? There's no way. I'm just going to say it how I feel it. And I don't, and I'm not, you know, trying to take anything away from this poor woman of what her experience is or was. But it is my observation that if you work with any of these Trump or anybody below him, you ex- you have to have an expectation that they will prostitute you in some form. If you're a lawyer, if you're a woman, if you, that they are going to take advantage of you, that you will not come out. I don't understand why people engage these people, even for money, the thought, the magical thinking about money, that they're Mm going to get money from these people. You're not going to get any money. You're going to lose respect. You're mm-hmm. going to you're going to get into probably some kind of legal action. You're going to be paying lawyers. You're going to sure. be paying lawyers one way or either to defend you or to to push your case. And why everybody doesn't understand this? Who thinks that the 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 scorpion? It's it's like the turtle and the scorpion. That mm-hmm. story, that old story mm-hmm. where the scorpion is at the uh, edge of the beach. Is it a turtle? turtle? I don't know. It's something. Whatever it is, it takes him across. The it thing. takes him across, right? Right. Or try. He, he asks. He asks, you know, he's like, and the turtle goes, the scorpion asks, hey, won't you just, you know, take me across this big ass river? I can't swim. I need to get to the other side. And the turtle goes, why would I do that? Because you're a scorpion and you will sting me. And the scorpion says, of course, 
why would I sting you? That makes no fucking sense, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would die if I sting you. And the turtle's like, you know what? That's true, true that. That's true. Yeah. That's right. Your okay, own, you know what? Your own self-interest. Your own you know self-interest will keep you safe and me safe, right? Mm-hmm. Scorpion <clears throat> climb, climbs on the turtle's back. They go get in the water. They get halfway across. And what does the scorpion do? Does he sting the turtle? Stings the fucking turtle. And when the turtle looks back and asks, hey, dude, why'd you sting me? What what scorpions say? Because that's my nature. Here we are at my, my, the thing that I feel like I say more often than, than my own name. Maybe we need to really consider that people believe in the ideology that they are representing and that being that they are in fact, these are in fact white nationalists, that these are in fact fascists, that these are in fact people who want an aristocracy, that who want to be a part of, of getting rid of democracy in this country maybe that that is what that is their true goal in nature and it isn't just the accumulation of power or even money because when we look at people like mcconnell mccarthy all these people over and over again you go well why would they do these things that are wildly unpopular or in this you know you look at this woman and getting this job and it's no in no way are we suggesting that she deserves any of this treatment that isn't absolutely oh. heinously wrong or she doesn't deserve compensation for any and all of it especially if it's true and I have a strong belief it, it probably is. Um, and that's not that's not what I'm saying or what we're saying. What I'm saying is maybe she believes in that agenda and that's why she took the job. And that is why she put up. And that is why the Sydney Powell is an attorney for them. Not for money, right. not for fame, but because yeah. this is an agenda that she gets behind because she's an activist for it. Ooh, baby. You know what, Angela, you all, you, that's right. And you know what? This is my issue. This is my issue that someone like Giuliani goes to hire somebody mm -hmm. who is supposed to be a business development director and mm -hmm. public relations consultant for a million dollars a year, but feels and knows and thinks that it's okay to add that you, including those those work services, that you will be giving him oral sex, working naked, wearing what he wants you to, uh, parading around the office and what he wants you to wear. That's fucking crazy to me, Angela. Yeah. That, that, I mean, could you imagine walking into a job interview and somebody handing you the descript the job description and that being in it and that being it this is what i'm saying i have to believe he didn't do that i have to believe that these were surprise <laughs> surprise asks that they were not i have to believe that because that's crazy but it's possible that's i mean in the two years i just for me i'm sitting here going it, it's he thought that he bought himself a combo platter of Development director, public relations, and sex life? And I think a lot of times that we're looking at here is a person who was not only, if this if these things are true, horribly violated and all that, but also made a bargain that they that they weren't, that they shouldn't have made, that they hurt the, you know, like that that it it's so I think that people we can tell ourselves, I've been in the situation where I could tell myself that the compensation for something will be worth it, but it never is. No. No, you know? and I'm not gonna and, blame and the victim here. That's not what we're saying. That's not all what I mean by that, but it's just that 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 like 
like feeling like if she were to win these things, that won't take care of the pain. No, of them, that won't. The idea is, and unfortunately, with people like this, you see Trump, he loses a defamation suit in less than forty-eight hours later, does says the exact same crap on on TV mm-hmm. in a live program. So that the, there is no lesson learning. No. You know, um, so we can only hope. But I look at the situation and I'm like, all of these people are fetid. They're disgusting. They are they they reek of criminality from the smallest to action to the greatest action being around. They are they are the people, the MAGA Republicans in government and out, really. They're the people who if you lay down with dogs, you get fleas comes from That's that if you are with these people. You are either violating or violated or both. Yeah. That is how it works. And, and you believe in that process. You support that process. Woo! We will be right back. Next up, Trump was implicated in a vote machine theft. Why isn't DOJ investigating? This is an article from the Slate. <laughs> if you want to go look it up. Yeah, you know, there is so much just crime is what I'm trying to, the word I'm trying to find mm. around Trump. It's like pig pen. Yeah. And it just, it's just a cloud of crime. And well, it and feels like you can't get your hands on it. Yeah, because there's just, just when you're investigating in one thing, another thing pops up and it just That's feels right. like... People think, oh, it's just too complicated. No, and it, and I'm and I'm sick of that because let me explain to you how uncomplicated things get when you're black in this country. Hallelujah. But Hallelujah. Apparently, you may have heard about Trump trying to overturn the election. <laughs> yeah, that's 2020. That and him happen. employing a multi-prong, that's how they call it, which I deeply resent. Because when it's other people, we call it RICO violations. We call it a conspiracy. Conspiracy. Not multi-pronged. Conspiracy. Motherfucking conspiracy to overthrow the government. You know? And it's not okay. And he tried to seize voting machines, you know? There's a reason, and it's come out, there's reason to believe that the, the stealing of the voting machines and trying to get the actual voting machines or the programming of it, that he knew about it. Yes. Yes. This is the deal. Over the last two years, the scope and breadth of Trump's campaign to overturn the 2020 election has come into focus, though this particular piece has been missing from public view. What has been long clear is that the multi, again, multi uh included pressuring state officials to make unfounded founded claims of voting irregularities and discard legitimate vote totals, corruptly pressuring the Department of Justice to adopt Trump's false claims of election fraud, recruiting fake electors to defy the voters will and pressuring Vice President Mike Pence to certify fake electors over the real ones. Most terrifyingly, Trump incited the violent and deadly January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol in an effort to exert even more pressure on Pence and prevent the certification of of his his electoral defeat, which he did. He did absolutely. They stopped the peaceful transfer of power, period. They did. All to overthrow our democracy and defeat the constitutionally mandated transfer of power. 
let me tell you something. This is really important, okay? Because what do we just see in a South American country? The guy just dissolved all the legislators so that he can't be impeached? Yeah. Don't think that these people, the Republicans are seeing, the GOP are seeing that. Americans are waking up and seeing that they don't have control of their bodies, that these people are not here to help them in terms of their day-to-day -day living, that they just want to oppress and be fascist, right? Mm -hmm. They see, we see that, and they know they've jerry-rigged every fucking community that they can to stay in power. These are people who are willing and ready, yep. were ready to hand the, the power and control of our democracy over to Donald Trump and his cronies. And want to do it again right the fuck now. That's right. And this is, this is, the, this is the thing I don't understand about it all. Because after the January 6th uh, reports emerged of Trump supporters' efforts to gain access to voting systems and software in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Colorado, four states, okay? Yeah. Many assumed these incidents were unconnected. I didn't. <laughs> no. Of course I don't not. know who the many was. I wasn't a part of many. Because this is what I don't understand. For people who see conspiracies everywhere, when there's wine on their face, they seem very confused by it. Yeah. Those are all unconnected. But during 2022, Plaintiffs in a longstanding civil lawsuit against the Georgia Secretary of State unearthed evidence of another voting system software breach in Coffee County, Georgia. Documents and depositions revealed that the Coffee County software breach was directed and funded by Trump attorney Sidney Powell's organization, defund defending or defunding, but defending the republic. Powell also arranged for the same operatives to access and copy voting software in Michigan and Nevada. The Coffee, the Coffee County breach was coordinated by Kathy Latham, the then local GOP party chair and a fake elector. Yeah, these people got together and made a plan to steal the election. What Sidney Powell, they went out there, they seeded the ground with all their lies and then went and tried to create and simulate the evidence for the lies and Thank why you. I am not looking at Sidney Powell in jail right the fuck now, I Thank don't you. understand. See, this is why, because Slate reviewed the committee's testimony. Um, they, I'll just read the quote, but our review of the committee's testimony establishes that the unlawful scheme to copy voting system software in multiple states went straight to the top, Trump himself. During a now infamous December 18th, 2020 Oval meeting, Oval Office meeting with Trump attended by Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and others, during which Powell advocated the federal government seizing voting machines, Giuliani offered an alternative plan, promising that he was, quote, going to be able to secure access to voting machines in Georgia through means other than seizure. Why aren't we hearing about this? Because you know what? This is my problem, too. And I, I don't want to hear any more. Can we get past the 2020 election? You know, and I, and I don't mean to liken it to rape in this way but it's like no i can't get past my fucking rape no the rape of this oh. country no i can't i will not get up i'm not gonna be okay until motherfuckers go to jail they are passing trump says it, says it every day you're talking to the wrong people Oh, my God. Okay. House Democrats introduced, we talked about that, George Santos. Yes. Okay. This is, this next thing. We won't have a discussion. 
we I need to have a discussion because I am screaming about this in my house 24 fucking seven. Last week, uh Manhattan prosecutors announced manslaughter charges against Daniel Penny, the 24-year-old Long Island man who strangled Jordan Neely to death on a New York subway train last month. This this story, as as it has uh, unraveled or come more into focus, is obviously drawn. There's a lot of comparisons that people have drawn to things like Bernie Goetz, who was the uh, so-called subway vigilante, or as I call him, the racist terrorist. Yep. Um, who shot four black teenagers on a train in 1984. Because he was scared. Because he was scared. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you this. We talked about this before, but let me say this. The subway is a public fucking event. And if you don't, if you're too afraid, then you're going to have to figure out other means for yourself. The public system isn't for you. Okay? Because if you have to get on the subway and your first your first thing is to kill somebody because you yeah. feel unsafe? Be clear. Um, the, the Jordan Neely, the man who was murdered, um, he was apparently a very talented Michael Jackson impersonator whose mental health struggles had made him familiar to city social service workers. Um, and who also apparently told passengers before Penny subdued and or assaulted and then subsequently murdered, in my words. Apparently he said, I'm ready to die. Witnesses say he was hostile and erratic, but not, but had not been explicitly threatening. Yeah, he wasn't threatening. And in terms of physical threats, you know, he wasn't, you know, and he wasn't attacking people on the train. No, he was threatening himself. Yes. He was a danger to himself. And so why, for me, this is my, my question. Why did Daniel Penny take it upon himself to lay hands on that kid, on that guy, and then hold him in a chokehold for 15 minutes. Also, can I just say this? Ain't no stop between here and there in New York 15 fucking minutes. Unless the train got stopped for some reason and nobody has said that. Stops so, are very, generally speaking, no. I mean, you could be on an express, but that whatever. All right. So he's holding this guy down for 15 minutes. So to me, you stopped at some point. You were able, You he could have gotten, Daniel Penny could have gotten off the train. He could have gotten himself away. He could have moved away. But what he was about was controlling this black body. The idea that any, frankly, white man gets to make decisions about whether people live or die in public based on his perception of the level of danger. That's right. In the situation, whether that be somebody knocking at his door, somebody asleep in their bed, or somebody, a crazy person on a train. And I use the word crazy not to be insulting to mental health issues, but because that's how people speak about this. If you aren't prepared, as Francis, as you started your comment with, if you are, when you take the subway or you take any kind of public transport, what you're saying is I'm going to be interacting with the public. Yep. And not every member of the public is going to be comfortable yeah. to me. Yep. That's the reality of it. I'm going to see people... Here's the thing. I'm going to see things on the train that aren't the things I do. 
I may not agree with them. I may not agree with a lifestyle. That's not none of my business, okay? I am my business. That's it. The idea that the normal behavior, the norm, for when somebody starts going off on the train is you move away from them. That's you get right. off the train. You call the, you know, you call the police. Not you put them in a chokehold for 15 minutes till they die. And we talk about the other people on the train and people, there are, there were people saying, hey man, let up. But I, I, I'm loath this article that we're looking at gets into all the different people that can be blamed. I'm loath to, to blame anybody other than the person who actually killed him. Yeah. Um, like, I, I feel like when we start getting into like the pe- what responsibility the other people have on the train, mm-hmm. like they, their responsibility was to, to not put their hands on anyone. That's right. And they did that. And they did that. Like, and I, and I do, do I wish that somebody intervened? Yeah. But I also know that the danger that that put everybody in, because this man, the, the only assault that they had witnessed was the person who they were, who was strangling the person. So that was a person who was a danger. That was the, that to me, that is the reason why I feel like this narrative is so wrong. And they, in America really, just because, you know, had, had he, had he been a black guy choking another guy, black guy, I, I, he'd be in jail. Absolutely. He'd be in jail if he were, you know, any other kind of guy, but because he was a white young Marine. We have to risk somehow, some way that 24 year old white male Marine, his experience, his life experience, his decision making is the thing that we all sit, are supposed to sit there and go, well, he, he clearly knew better in the situation. No, he didn't. Why, we why haven't talked I about go- his mental health. What, no. what? Um, is that, does that seem like a healthy reaction to somebody saying they want to die? You kill them. Like that, that doesn't seem to me to say that you, you have full, uh, functioning, whatever, good decision-making skills. Like, I don't know what, and what I'm watching on Fox, the, the narrative on Fox is, you know, this is what the Democrats get because we white people are afraid in these urban cities and you're going to get more and more of this because of crime. This is not, and, and I, you know, and the fact that they're talking about it in these terms, somebody was killed. Well, this is the thing. And I, I, I feel like a broken record saying it. when you can be, underage have guns illegally and drive two states away to protect property that isn't yours that nobody asked you to from people who didn't do anything to it and murder them and then get those guns back and not do any time yep be guilty of nothing this is what happens yep and that's why we have 18 year old boys walking down the street killing people indiscriminately shooting into people's homes because we allow it we allow it this is really, um, as I'm sure you're aware, because you are aware, people, uh, there's a nationwide assault on particularly the trans community, but LGBTQ people and LGBTQIA uh, youth in particular across this country by the GOP in, in acts of extreme fascism and cruelty all over. There have been 14 states so far that I'm aware of that have a, enacted some form of trans ban or uh, uh, some way to attack from everything from don't say gay to bathroom that, you know, the trans bathroom bills. But this week, 
Ron DeSantis signs a draconian anti-trans bathroom bill into law. May 17th was National Trans Visibility Day. And that was really important to, you know, because these people are really trying to sit here and say that trans people, not only do they not exist, but they're also trying to Criminalize erase it. them and penalize yeah, I think them and criminalize, criminalize and, and criminalize their existence. And th that is sick to me. That's a level of sickness I cannot handle. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed one of the most draconian bathroom bills in the country into law on Wednesday, subjecting anyone in the state over the age of 18 to criminal trespassing charges if they do not use the public bathroom that matches the sex they were assigned at birth. But can we just talk about being assigned things at birth? Because can I tell you, that shit gets fucked up at birth? Also, Francis, help me understand... How does this get policed? They're going to go in your pants. Well, that would be a huge violation of your privacy. And that means anyone, anyone can just stop and go, I don't think you look feminine enough mm -hmm. to use this bathroom. Let me see your genitalia. Mm -hmm. Like that to me. And then not only do they have to examine, somebody would have to, quote, examine you, violate you that at that moment. We have to figure out what you were allegedly assigned at birth. Yeah. This is this this is such a violation. No, oh, get ready to carry right. bathroom card around so that you are able, like your COVID, are able in Florida to go piss. Oh, they're not gonna get that. See, that would make too much sense. It's fucked up and wrong. Don't get me wrong. But what they want is they want to scare trans people into not existing. Yep. They want to say to you, look, you try to walk into this bathroom and anyone, the new law says that DeSantis signed that someone can be charged if they don't leave a bathroom with another person when another person asks them to, meaning it allows anyone to police who belongs in which bathroom. So somebody can look at me and go, I don't want you in this bathroom, mm -hmm. Angela, and I have to leave. Yeah. Otherwise, I can get charged. And then if I want to fight that in some way, I then have to go to court and prove that I'm the right gender. See, so I get violated by the court and this person. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to say, people don't have to tell you why they don't want you there. It doesn't no. say that. No, but they can discriminate no, against well, you. Well, well, this is colored only. You know, right. whites only. This is, this is, this is absolute Crow. segregation. It's Jim fucking Crow. And, and here's the thing. When we allow shit like this to go down, you know what's coming around the corner. Yep. They, they that you know what's they coming around. They start with the coming. most vulnerable communities first. Yep. Every and time. don't think it that he, don't think that DeSantis didn't know it was Trans Day. Didn't know that it was Trans Awareness or Trans. That don't that it's exactly why he chose that day. Yep. Absolutely. And that is our final word. Now it's time to go get emails. Emails. Time to go get your emails. I want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. It would be fabulous if I, if I could find that piece of paper. <laughs> I got some here. Okay, good. Here we go. Here we No, that's not it. That's not it. Okay, here we go. Where yeah. is my secretary? Here we go. I oh, got she's giving here me go. oral sex. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. This is from Vic M. It says, hello, dear Angela and Francis. Hope you are well and appreciation. Thank you for the laughs. 
the sanity and the clarity for the clarity. Sometimes we walk the earth feeling a tad alone, not lonely. And then an idiot episodes appear is in my box or the latest of your podcast shows up and voila. So as the show tune lyric from Dear Evan Hansen says, you are not alone. All the best. Be well, Vic. Thank you, Vic. We love you. You're wonderful. And this next one up, it says, hey, ladies, this is from Bob P. It says, Miss Twitter with you. I got banned for life for making fun of Tommy Lauren. Which is, I believe, heroic. It's heroic. It's nothing but heroism. I wanted to speak against Tuberville and his KKK clanship. He made millions in fame on the broken backs of mostly black athletes. He basically owned them for four years of their lives as a coach at a major university. Those athletes Mm -hmm. during that time got zero for the hard work and skills they had while the coach made millions. He was the massa. His Mm -hmm. bullshit about the military and Americans make me sick. Sorry for sporting the sports. I love you ladies so much. My picture with you both hugging me in at Asheville, Sexy Liberal, is my favorite meeting of a star in my life. Love you guys. Happy Mama Day, Francis. Always your greatest fan. Thank you so much. That's sweet. So sweet. Just the sweet. So Asheville, sweet. love Asheville. Love it. I want to go back to Asheville. I know. Love I it. I loved Asheville. Look at that wonderful restaurant we ate at. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they're so good. Okay. And finally, it's time for Resistance. Three, get you, give you something actionable you can do to be a part of the resistance and take back our country from evil, evil hatred. Um, go to us. Um, and they, they have a, an article and we'll put this link up in the, in the show notes. Um, we want you to go to 100 organizations that are supporting trans people in all 50 states, no matter where you live, you can support trans rights and livelihood. The conservative hate campaign against transgender lives, healthcare and freedom expands every month, threatening the well-being of LGBTQ plus communities and beyond. In frightening times such as these, many folks are feeling disenfranchised and looking for a way to help, give to their comrades, and simply fight back. So we want you to go to www.them.us, all right, and slash story, and look to the organizations fighting back against trans legislation. And you can go there and find ways to help and and organizations in your community. Yeah, so it's, so you can do something very, you know, whether it be volunteering of your time or if you can of money but, or both, hopefully, to help fight and to help show the trans community that, that trans rights are human rights and that that we love you for exactly yes. who you want to be and for who you are. That's right. All day, every day. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela B. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word.